This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. A big Saturday night, uh, all trotting program, 10 races on the card, the first of 10 scheduled for 6.03. Uh, it is the Lynn McPherson Memorial uh, Breed for Speed night, uh, and we've got some quality racing in the Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix. Well, when you've got Just Believe and Call Me the Breeze, it's got to be the highlight, doesn't it? Rob Orber, uh, welcome to you. Thanks to uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club for supporting the Saturday night harness preview. We've got a lot to get through, a 10-race car, but we've got great racing action Great harness racing action, Rob, right across Australia this weekend. Uh, when you're looking through from the Friday nights uh, in Perth, uh, at Newcastle and Geelong, and then across to Menangle on Saturday night and also to, uh, to Tassie on Sunday. Uh, it's a huge weekend with uh, that big meeting at Melton. And speaking of, uh, of Sydney and Menangle on Saturday night, congratulations on a, we'll be close enough to one of your bigger thrills in harness racing with Sergeant Lou uh, winning and getting into the New South Wales Derby last week. Yeah, thanks, Danny. Uh, look, it was a um, look. Any any trip away from home is always uh, exciting, and most times you don't expect to come away uh, the winner. You always hope to be. Uh, and look, you know, it was a very special moment. Such a prestigious race, and. Look, the horse so far has had a, a wonderful campaign. Uh, he gets the uh, golden ticket straight into that New South Wales derby, which is obviously really uh, a great stepping stone for him. And, yeah, we'll see what happens on the night if he's good enough, but uh, hopefully we can present him there in, in great order. And Kari and Paul, have, uh, males, have done a fantastic job with the horse. And Mickey Bellman, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's on a high, so hopefully he can continue on. But thank you. Okay, let's have a look at uh, Melton with 10 races on the program. And the first event is the IRT Australia uh, Trot. Uh, some tough races, and this is certainly one of them. Yeah, it looks uh, to be some really challenging uh, races, doesn't it? Uh, speed off the front here. Look, I thought for Robin, my mates, uh, six uh, tripod, both the two horses that have got uh, some, some early toe. Obviously, Dance has drawn the inside. I just thought Robin, my mates, uh, you know, can can run well here. I know he's been one of those horses where he can be a bit hard to catch at times. But, uh, look, Andy and Kate wouldn't have him in this race unless they thought uh, they had him right. His last run was on the 19th of January. He lost a shoe there and he broke under pressure. So there might have been some excuses. Uh, back to the front row, 17.20. Thought he could be an improver. From six, Tripod, who was very good in the Gumbau uh, uh, Cup, uh, the Trotters Cup, uh, certainly showed good gate speed. We'll do the same here. Five, Quake Proofs, a really nice horse, very dour. Mick Barbie and Anne-Marie Conroy have done a great job with him. 17.20, not sure if it's totally ideal for him. Interesting stats for the horse, though. He's... Had the, the 10 starts only for that one win around that distance range, a couple of placings, but he's had 14 starts at the track at Melton for only two placings. So that's obviously a little bit of a question mark next to his name. And I thought Nine Grumpy had absolutely no luck in that Gumbau Trotters Cup. This is a type of race where I could see him figuring in the finish. I think all four of these horses need to go into the uh, early quaddy. In order, I've gone four, six, five and nine. Wouldn't be shocked if any of the four would be winning it. My numbers are similar. I've got six, four, five, eight. And the other one I was considering putting in was the nine. So a six tripod for me. But Robin, who mates, looks well placed. Drawn a four. Race two is the Ellen Mance Trot. And, uh, well, Hephaestus Phoenix should be cherry ripe for this. Coming, uh, we'll start from barrier number five. Have you found anything that could beat him? 
No, look, uh, there's certain stables on these nights where uh, I tend to put a bit more emphasis on. Obviously, Chris Finozio and Brent Lilly, uh, you know, they've got a really good record on these type of nights. Uh, they love showcasing their uh, trotting uh, expertise as trainers, and uh, I'm certain that uh, between them they will get some winners on the night. Look, uh, Hephaestus Phoenix, uh, clearly top pick for mine, race two, number five. He, he's a really nice horse. Look, he uh, he was beaten last start, but look, he, he can bounce back here. Uh, he'll strip fitter. I think the distance suits him. Uh, I think he will uh, run a really good race, and, and I think he's clearly the horse to beat number five. Look, nine, Macho Man, got a lot of time for this horse. I think he's a very, very talented trotter. Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars combining here. He's first up. He's had a little bit of a freshen up. He's trialled recently. Recently at Melton was solid. I think he's the danger barrier draw favourite of Eastix Phoenix. Four Illawong Lara J, very honest, and three I'm Bobby, who I've always had a little bit of time for. I think he can run a race at uh, at a bit of odds. So five clear top pick from nine, and then four and three. Yeah, five on top for me. Five, six, eight, and two. Race three, the Swift Signs female drivers uh, trot. It's a maiden race, but all female drivers uh, in this race. We've got a couple of first starters as well. That should be right in the market in Worth Waiting and Keying Brandy, Rob. Yeah, interesting race. Two uh, gracious, or gra- gra- what, how do you call this one, Dan? Gracious? Yeah, Gracious, yeah. Yeah, Gracious, yeah. Well, uh, Gracious for mine's a top pick. First up uh, from a spell, again, Chris Finozio, Karen Manning combines here. I think it's a really formidable combination. Merv Butterworth, uh, the owner, uh, you can be certain that this horse will be cherry ripe. It's had a couple of trials leading into this. It'll be spot on for this race. I think it can go all the way here. Number two, Gracious on top. Uh, nine second pick at Salaronda, who certainly uh, ran well at its race debut behind Lady Vici, will be improved by that experience, gets a second row draw, should be able to follow through on the uh, back of Gracias. Number one, Yogi Sun, who's another horse that's been, you know, had, had came across from New Zealand, had a couple of runs in August, September, had a break third at Bendigo behind Vici Broom after working to the front. Uh, will draw to pole, can certainly be in a nice striking range. And number eight, Keyang Brandy, who's a first start, will get a soft trip along the peg. So two, nine, one and eight are the numbers. Right. I um, I like Salaronda, Rob, um, a really nice type of mare. She uh, she appealed to me on debut last week and uh, she ran well. She was a big drifter, which I couldn't understand why, but she did run well and she'll be improved by the run. But uh, once you see her, I reckon you can very easily want to be having something on her. Nine, Salaronda, one, uh, Yogi, Sun, eight, King, Brandy, two, Gracious, nine, one, eight and two. But a big watch, of course, on the two uh, first starters as far as the betting is concerned. Race four, the Elderberry Park Luna last three-year-old Trotters Classic. Again, like many of the races, they're interesting for varying reasons. But we've got a number of horses in new stables here, a number of horses first up and a debutante. Yeah, very good race. Uh, some really exciting uh, horses engaged here. Uh, Number six, uh, Derek the Jet, uh, looks to be a really promising trotter, has trialled nicely uh, by Volstead out of Cyclone Jetta. Nathan Jack uh, trains and drives here and certainly shows some really good raw talent at the trials. And, and I'm expecting this horse to run a mighty race first up here at its race day. Pooh, number six, Derek the Jet. Seven, Penny 
the danger, the filly, she's come down from uh, from Queensland. She's trialled really well. She looks a really talented filly as well. So six and seven here, uh, the, the key runners for mine. Three, Rocky Valley. Look, he's a really good horse. Uh, he's he's had some issues in the past where he's done things wrong. He's been kept fresh. He's had a recent trial at Bacchus Marsh. He's got gate speed. And providing he's got his head in the right spot where he's not galloping or doing anything crazy being first up, uh, look, he's got the natural talent if he does it all right to run a mighty race. And uh, uh, number five, uh, uh, I, I keep going. What's what how do you pronounce this one, Dan? Ikigai. Ikigai. Is it? Number five. Ikigai. Yep. Ikigai. Yeah, look, um, she, she won really well at uh, Maryborough on the 22nd of December. She's had a change of stable. She's now with Kylie Sugar. She's had a bit of a trial and uh, can run well. So seven, six, three, and five. Very good race. A lot of uh, a lot of unknowns here, how they measure up against each other. So I think the horses we've mentioned have all got plenty of raw talent. Seven, six, three, five are mine. And I'm three, seven, five, and six, but it's an interesting race. And again, key might be some of the fluctuations here. There's a lot of different form lines, but some really nice, really promising uh, three-year-old trotters. Race number five is the first leg of the quaddy. There is a, a seeded quaddy pool, expected $200,000 or projected pool. So this is the first leg. Race number five, Rob. Um, Queen Elida, she's going to be a dominant favourite, uh, and rightly so, but... Um, what you make of her last start? She got the job done, and as I always say, winning ugly is still an art form, uh, but she toiled um, to just get the result. Yeah, she's... Uh to say she's at the crossroads, I'm not sure if that's the right word for her, but what, what we've probably seen in the last couple of months, her, her form has been a little bit spasmodic where, you know, her, her best is certainly probably not there, but yet she's there without really producing her sterling performances that we've seen in the past. I thought her run when she ran second behind Just Believe at Melton on the 27th of January was first class. I thought she'd be cherry ripe for the Great Southern Star. Look, she had a real red-hot crack that night in the heat. She led and then she was run down. Yeah, and then just, you know, didn't probably go as good, obviously, in the final. Had a bit of a little, you know, break. Came back, one at Bendigo. It was a narrow win. It was an ugly win, as you said, Danny, but she got the job done. Look, I can't tip against her because, you know, we, we know she's a star. She, she's won 725000 And, look, I would say that Brent wouldn't have her there unless he, he was happy with her. So I, I've got to go with that. Three Revel Stoke was really brave in defeat last start uh, when uh, working to the front, just run down by Queen Elida. Two Egret going well enough, gets a draw to have, have a handy trip throughout. And then horses like Nine Sleepy, Eight Lady Adele, all really good horses off the second row. So, look, I'm going to stick with her. Seven on top from three, two and nine for race five. Yeah, look, I, I can't with conviction tip something else, but I, I think that uh, well, you would want to take more than a less than a dollar thirty at the moment. She might get out a little bit, uh, Rob, but at the same time, she, if she was slightly off her game last start, and you know she's capable of uh, improving a lot more, uh, maybe it is value. Uh, seven on top, seven from two, three, and uh, nine sleepy. Seven, two, three, and nine. Race six, the Tab Australian Trotting Grand Prix. It's the high. 
highlight for the night. It's an excellent feel, even without Just Believe and Call Me The Breeze. But when you add those two into the mix and what they've given us so far, it's it's one all. Um, and I don't know if this will be the defining match to, to, to suggest who is better of the two. But, wow, they are two exceptionally talented trotters. And, well, in my eyes, it's the highlight of the whole weekend. Oh, no doubt, Danny. Uh, look, you know, I think both you and I have been very fortunate uh, from a young age to see uh, some of our great trotters, uh, you know, when we refer to, to horses like Mary's Idol, Mary's Idol and Scotch Notch and um, Lowell Creek and Night Pistol. Uh, you know, we, we've seen some some great horses, some great races. I, I still feel that race of the Great Southern Star Final a few weeks ago, it was probably one of the greatest trotting races I've seen to sort of see two amazing trotters just break away and, and fight a finish out the way they did. And you can only just be in awe of both horses, both horses or both trotters. And, you know, to, to see them clashing here, uh, we're, we're very excited to, to, to watch this contest again. Look, one just believe, uh, I'll still stick with him. I, I thought he was just absolutely outstanding, the great Southern Star final. He, he fought right to the line. He gets barrier one. You know, obviously, you know, he, he he's he's... You know, it's a bit of a question mark what happens here with him from Barry One. Does he have enough speed to, to hold him out? But, look, I'm going to stick with him here, number one, just believe on top. From Fall, call me the breeze, who is just simply outstanding, winning the Great Southern Star Final. Dead Heat would be a great result. Uh, three, Keyang Ignite. Five, Keyang Chucky. Both uh, ran well in that Tarang Trotters Cup. Key and Chucky really got the upper hand at the finish. And uh, obviously number two, I'm Ready Jet, who's drawn the front to get a good trip. But look, one and four, uh, look, we're going to admire whichever horse wins a race. They're both great horses from three and five. One, four, three, five. Yeah, I almost couldn't split them, but um, I've won from four officially. But I, I thought maybe Coolmore the Breeze had just that slightly more improvement to come, um, which is pretty scary. Just believe we know where he's at. No, I think we know that he's continued to get better. But I think Coolmore and Bree. Breeze could have that extra half a length or length, but he might need that with a barrier draw set up. A wonderful race ahead. One, four, three. Kiang Ignite had a flat tyre last week, and uh, an I'm Ready Jet looks as if she might end up getting a good run. It, it's hard to see Elder and Dino holding the spot behind the leader, and I'm Ready Jet might end up there, and she might be a decent place bet from that position. One, four, three, two in race six. Race seven is the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Silver Series Final. $20,000 race. Uh, it's an interesting race, um, exalted. To be fair to Jess and Greg, they've got her going A really well. She's only had the one blemish and that's probably as good a form as she's shown for quite some time. Yeah, look, uh, I've always been a huge rap for this horse. I, I did see this horse trial as a, as a two-year-old and I remember early days saying I, I felt like it was... Uh, the best two-year-old trotter at that time, and yet we hardly saw the horse race or appear. Uh, obviously, you know, had some issues with uh, with this mare. Uh, look, she's come back, and, and Jess and, and Greg have done a really good job with her, and I feel like she's still the horse to beat in the race. Though so I, I feel like it's a never easy, especially for trotters from that second row draw over the short course to be able to overcome. But look, I'll, I'll, I'll tip her on top ten exalted. I thought a couple of horses that may get under the under the guard here and, and will certainly go around at good odds, but I think they'll run really good races. I, I think Seven Royal Charlotte is a big improver. She was first up at Bendigo. She was 
a bit underdone that night. Um, look, she's probably progressed, uh, you know, since then. And uh, she's got the gate speed, and I think she'll get across here from barrier seven, and I think she'll give a really good sight. Same with six Queen of Quebec, who who I think can push forward. Wasn't too far away in that race. And, again, I thought there was some further improvement with Queen of Quebec. And then I put in four Aldebaran Demi. But it's a very even race. There's a lot of chances in it. Ten on top. I think seven can be an improver. Six and four for race seven. Yeah, I've got Exalted on top as well, number 10. Uh, from Berries and Cherries, who I think is going really well. It could be an awkward draw, could be a really good draw for her. And uh, I dream of Million Elderberry and Demi in the mix as well, 10, 8, 3 and 4. Race 8 is the AG Coombs uh, trot. It's the final leg of the quaddy. Uh, you can make cases for a lot of horses here, Rob. Yeah, look, I'm going for one. I'm going to be a little bit forgiving. Uh, I'm going to tip number 10, Simone Lynn Denny, for Brent Lilly and Chris Alford. Look, uh, this horse, uh, she, she made uh, a real mess of the start last time at Bendigo. And, uh, look, you know, there may have been some excuses, but, look, she's uh, she's a really good mare. She come down from New South Wales, and I did see, uh, you know, her performances when she won at Geelong and Melton. I was just super impressed by it. So if you can sort of look past that last start failure, uh, I think she's right in this race, and she might go around over the odds. I'm tipping her on top, number 10, Simone Lindenny. Head of uh, number five in the race, Mercenary, who's absolutely low-flying, continues to run well. I can't see why he, uh, he won't go well again. James Herbertson on board. Three, Quebec uh, for Ben Auburn and, and Nathan Jack. Uh, first up after a very long spell, did a great job, went second to Aldebaran Dino. So you would think natural fitness tells you that the horse can improve. And number one, Tweedledee for Andy and Kate Gath with the pole position. So 10 on top, value chance from five, three and one. That's uh, race number eight. I've got Anywhere Hugo as my value runner for the night, Rob, inside the back row, but he's a good peg line horse. Naturally, it depends on Tweedledee holding up to a to a prominent enough spot, but I think Anywhere Hugo will be finishing it off pretty well. So a bit of value, eight. Mercenary hard to beat. Zebek terrific after such a long layoff. And and the one Tweedledee, eight, five, three, one. Race number nine is the Lynn McPherson Memorial Bronze Series uh, final. Uh, and again, um, a race where uh, it wasn't easy uh, to sort out. So I'm interested in your thoughts. No, uh, I, I thought this was a tricky race. I, I found this pretty difficult, to be honest. Uh, you sort of go through, again, a number of runners. I, I'm actually going to tip Donna Castle's uh, mare here, Lindy Grace. I think she did a good job to, to, to win last um, she gets another good favourable draw. She's got good natural gait speed. She can get herself up into the action. And then from there, she can make some choices how she decides to drive the mare. So I'm going to tip her on top three, Lindy Grace, to make her own luck, to be up on the speed. Ten, the Chook, going really well. Taylor Fellows uh, doing a great job. Alan Tormey takes a drive. She's driving in outstanding form, Alan, doing a great job. Uh, certainly the, the horse to hold out here, number ten, the Chook. I've put in number one, uh, she's a chocolatier. Uh, Peter and, and Katrina, uh, or Salafiel and, and Katrina Kane, of course, the daughter's doing a really good job as well with this mare. She's going to get a soft trip on the pegs. She'll be doing her best work late. And number four, Christmas Babe, who should be up in the firing line. So three on top from 10, 1 and 4 for race number 9. Yeah, Lindy Grace, if she got to the pegs first, uh, might be a similar scenario to, to the heat. Um, three on top of four, five and ten. 
Last of 10 is the Woodland Stud Trot. 11.01 the last event, Rob. Scratchings 2 and 3, 4 out of 5, and Azalea May come out, so there's a field of 8. Yeah, look, uh, again, uh, number 9, High Point, did things wrong last time. Anthony Butt gets back into uh, the, the sulky here, and I always say with Trotters, sometimes they've just got these little quirks that sometimes uh, they get a new driver on and um, maybe just they don't know the quirks. Where Anthony comes back on, I, I thought his win two runs ago defeating Hephaestus Phoenix was outstanding. So if we, we were tipping Hephaestus Phoenix earlier in the night, I think we've got to be tipping high point here if you forgive last start, which I'm prepared to do. So nine high point, obviously the form uh, reference for this horse will be really stamped uh, earlier in the night if Hephaestus Phoenix can win, and I'm making it, it my best bet, Hephaestus Phoenix. So I've got to tip nine high point on top. From six in my dreams, uh, look, she's going well. Look, last start she didn't get into the race. I thought her runs before that were really good. I'd love to see Joe and Charlie Win, uh, win this race, and, and I'm sure she'll give a great sight. Five, Keyang Stuka, who's uh, lightly raced at Trot. I only had the six starts here for the uh, one win and three placings for Marg Lee, Jason Lee. You know they'll have this horse wound up. Comes out of some really, really strong form line races, doesn't it? I mean, went around in the, uh, the nutrient trot, uh, chased home horses like Prince of Rock, Kate competed against high step. I mean, on form line, it looks really hard to beat. Uh, seven, one step ahead could be the improver. But look, nine, six, five and seven. Uh, interesting race, few chances there, race 10. Yeah, I think I've got the same top three, Rob. I didn't have any trouble in, in sorting out what I thought were the main three chances, but slightly different order to the to you. Always a little bit wary when they're first up. There's only five horses on the front row, and uh, Keying Stuka um, can uh, can win. The team are going really well. Uh, in my dreams, don't want to see it sitting without cover, but the horse is going really well, as you mentioned, for Joe and Charlie Borg, and um, it can make its own luck and still be right there at the finish. And high point, don't find it the most uh, reliable or consistent but no doubt got plenty of ability in the line uh, that you've drawn with her thesis phoenix um, resonates so it should be a, a, a terrific chance so the uh, my numbers in the last uh, five from six nine and eight so that's the look at the 10 event card at uh, melton now it's time for the best bets rob thanks to the victoria harness racing club yeah, look, I might go around short. Race two, number five, Hephaestus Phoenix, but I certainly thought uh, it was clearly uh, the horse to beat for mine and uh, from, from what we've seen of it, it, it should be cherry ripe for this race. Uh, look, my best uh, value, look, I'm, I, I think I'll, I'll go with uh, race uh, number eight, number 10, Simone Lindenny. I, I think uh, this horse can improve and I, I certainly think it's got a really good chance uh, later on in the night. So we'll, we'll go with race two, number five, uh, race uh, number eight, number 10. So race eight, number 10 is my two uh, better bets for to, uh, tomorrow night. We'll be there uh, out the front uh, with the presentations tomorrow night, Danny. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Should be a fantastic program. Can't wait to have a look at Just Believe and uh, Call Me the Breeze doing battle. And uh, a very big thank you, of course, to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. If you haven't uh, paid up your membership as yet uh, for the year, make sure you do so. The horse memberships are all due at the end of February. It gives you a chance to compete in all the super bonus races throughout the year. And uh, the club have got, of course, the club lounge uh, uh, facility, which is a fantastic facility there at uh, Melton. And, and we look forward to, uh, to catching up with everyone very soon. 
And uh, as we wrap up, Rob, my best, uh, same best bet, Hephaestus Phoenix race two, horse number five, and I like each way, race three, number nine, Cellar Ronda, and my value runners race eight, horse number eight, which is Anywhere Hugo. Lot to look forward to over the course of the weekend, and uh, good uh, punting, enjoy the harness racing, and most importantly, Rob, happy harnessing. Happy harnessing, everyone.